0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to Prevention Nation,
1: where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence.
0: My name is Roy Lutz, and
1: I'm Caitlin Ryanfield.
0: Welcome back to Prevention Nation. It's Roy here with Caitlin, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk Jonah Hill, right?
1: Yeah, there's so much. <clears throat> been, there has been so much going on with him and ex Sarah Brady on social media recently. How much? Did you know about this before we were talking about it? Uh,
0: zero. I knew zero. I mean, I like Jonah Hill, but I don't, I'm not really big on, you know, their dating practices and who they see and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm, I had no idea who, who yeah. any of this was.
1: About. I'm on social media a lot, mm-hmm. and I did not know who Sarah Brady was. I did know that Jonah Hill just had a baby at the beginning of the summer, but I don't even know who that partner is. So, like, I know Jonah Hill, but I don't know who his dating partners are
0: okay so what i think is fair to gather is that we know very little about this so i think that right away for our listeners we are not the experts we don't know enough about the case right exactly is there even a case it's not even a case it's just a
1: social media campaign
0: sure okay yes this is just the world we live in it's just something that's going around social media trending um okay so what what's the issue
1: Okay, so going through just some of the key facts that we've seen on social media. Mm-hmm. So we have Sarah Brady. Um, she shared screenshots of text messages on her Instagram story last weekend when she claims that Hill sent, um, including those messages, um, they show Hill demanding that she abide by his boundaries. Um, it's important that we put boundaries in quotes there because right. there's a big discussion about that right now, but we'll get into that. Um, and the boundaries include... Um, Sarah Brady, who is a surfer. I mm-hmm. don't know if he, she's a professional surfer, so that is how she makes money. Right. Um, and it's not mentioned in here, but he did know that before. So he like slid into the DMS um, on a picture of her surfing. So he, so he
0: knew sh- who she was and what she was about to some degree.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a surfer. So he no longer wanted her to post pictures in bathing suits or sexual pictures and no longer surfing with men. So didn't want her surfing with men anymore.
0: Okay. In interjection, when his, when he asked this of her one, how long was he in a relationship with her?
1: Um, I believe when they broke up, it was about a year mark.
0: Okay. So I wonder, was this something that he, he slid into her DMs? he proposed a date they went out on a date and he gave her this then like listen if you're gonna date me or is this is this six months into relationship or right before the end when did this boundary quote-unquote happen
1: so from what i can tell it was about six months in so they started dating like summer of 2021 i know they broke up in 2022 um, but the screenshots that I saw were from December
0: of 2021. Okay, so <clears throat> just for some point of clarification, this relationship, in theory, there was potentially six months of dating before he put some of the, before he attempted to put these quote unquote boundaries exactly. on her. Okay, so keep going. Yes, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. So then we get into who knows what happened in those six months. Yeah, Not. were six
0: for six months? Were they rocky? Based on the first two things you said, did she continue to surf with guys in that first six months, or did that become a problem? And be, uh, I don't know. Okay.
1: Yeah, who knows? And also, he didn't want her having inappropriate friendships with men. That's in quotes, or having friendships with also in quotes women who are in unstable places.
0: Okay, so yeah, it's just it just begs the question. For the first six months, did she have inappropriate, I mean, if you're in a relationship, did she have inappropriate relationships with other men? Or did she have a bunch of her girlfriends that were um, maybe engaging in really unhealthy, very problematic behavior that she was hanging around with that, he, that caused him to say, Listen, these things aren't working. This needs to change if we want to stay in a relationship. Or was this just arbitrarily out of the blue? Yeah, by the way, I don't think you should hang around with these people. I don't know. I just I just don't know the circumstances leading up to.
1: Yeah, so this. some people are seeing this as signs of like isolation. I know we talk about, mm-hmm. you know, isolating from your support systems being a huge red flag, but again, we don't know what was going on. Right. Right. And then also didn't want her hanging out with people from her wild recent past.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know what her past was like but if you're a single female I mean do what you want Um, but and then we keep going according to the text screenshots Hill stated he would not be the right partner for Brady if she could not abide by these boundaries though he would support her and there would be no hard feelings so we did talk about this a little bit Mm -hmm. in the office that you know it seemed like he was saying hey if you don't want to do this that's fine Um, I think he even said like that he would support her and whatever she wanted to do but just that they couldn't be in a relationship.
0: Okay. So, let's talk about the word abide. I think you were saying something before we before we started the show today. Um does abide have anything to do with what you were talking about?
1: Um well, we were kind of talking about boundaries and the idea that boundaries are things that you set for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I used to work um, doing therapeutic interventions in Warren County. And when I was teaching my teenagers about boundaries, I would always say boundaries are things that you set for yourself, not for others. So you can have preferences about what the people around you do, but you can't force them to abide by your boundaries. Um, So, for example, if you're a vegetarian, your boundaries that you don't eat meat Mm -hmm. and you can prefer that the people around you also don't eat meat. But you can't make them not eat meat.
0: Okay, so that's I guess that's my point with the word abide. Because I, I think that's a really good, it's just a really cool way of looking at it. Like I, I can be a vegetarian or you know a vegan and I can have all these expectations that I have to abide by myself in order to maintain this particular lifestyle. In order to be a vegetarian, I have to abide by the rules of vegetarianism. But you, my friend, when you come over for dinner, do not have to abide by The word abide, to me, in the context of that text, sounds very much like, um, I don't know, abide sounds very controlling.
1: It does sound controlling.
0: Yeah. However, I have to acknowledge, too, I think a person has to acknowledge that you know, I think to myself when it says that uh, the one, the one condition, preference, or uh, boundary, whatever you want to call it, um, is that he said no longer engage in what you know, like wild behavior. I, 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 I was young and I engaged in wild behavior, and I, I could very well have been um, entered into a new relationship, and somebody could have said whoa, man, I am not interested in the kind of partying lifestyle you're living right now. That's just not going to work for me. Um, I can get hung up on words like abide or preference or -hmm. or condition or boundary. But isn't it perfectly reasonable for a person who maybe starts dating me, I put on my my best foot forward I kind of hide some of the wildness about me and as we're starting to date I start to unravel a little bit go do a bunch of excessive things out all night partying and stuff while I'm out on my you know um you know Sarah Brady could she have been out on you know not coming home a lot at night because she you know while she was out on a I guess a surfing job or something and I mean it could have looked pretty wild at which point a person does have a right to say I'm not interested in you doing this anymore. You've made it clear to me in our intimate conversations um, that you kind of want to develop a relationship and you know and start moving in this different direction, but you're still partying. You're still hanging around with all these people. You're still, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Isn't that okay to do?
1: Yeah, I would say so, especially because currently... I'm in a relationship with somebody that likes to do a lot of the same stuff that i like to do mm-hmm. and not that I'm like wild or partying or anything I'm actually the lamest we talk about my powerpoint nights that's my idea <laughs> of a fun time but um <laughs> we'll live in the wild life. I live in the wild life at yeah. 23 years old I know but my partner likes to do a lot of that stuff with me and if they didn't if they thought that was too wild maybe it's too wild for him I don't know <laughs> um and he PowerPoint didn't like that too wild I wouldn't change that about myself. And if they didn't want to be my partner any longer, I would have to be okay with that.
0: Right. Oh, interesting. So you've been in a relationship currently about, not to put you under, you know, (laughs) or in the spotlight, but about the same amount of time.
1: Yes. We're like six months in right now.
0: Six months in. So right now, using yourself as the, you know, um, the person with the ill behaviors, would it, you know, in theory, like hypothetical ill, ill behaviors. If your dating partner said to you right now, sent to you a text that said, I think, you know, we need to talk tonight. I really don't feel comfortable with this that you do and that that you do and these things. Would you feel how would how would you feel you are? Would you feel it's controlling or would you feel. I don't know. How would you feel
1: within my relationship? And I have to say that the person I'm with is wonderful and amazing. So if he's listening, because he does listen to the podcast. He does. Okay, so we're we're talking about you. You're wonderful. You're not bad at all. But if he were to come to me with this concern, I think that would raise a red flag for me as I know that I've been very genuine in who I am from the very beginning of our relationship. Okay. So I know that I've been this way for six months. So if there was something that he didn't like that should have been brought to me at my attention immediately rather than six months in or maybe it's just now like bothering him but in that sense i don't think i change i really like the way that i live my life and it seems like sarah brady also liked the way that she lived her
0: life i don't know anything about any of this relationship and i think that's the challenge in this in this world today is that um, we live and die by this, um, uh, I guess, online justice. This cancel um, culture. This cancel culture, this online justice, that the way that we've talked about this situation using you and your dating partner makes me think that the, the source of the message, the content of the message, the message of the message... Um, that he sent the, the, you know, the impact of her message after a relationship, the length of the relationship, and without knowing any of the long, intimate conversations that they had night after night in all their time of dating, I think it is terribly, terribly difficult, if not bordering even on um, unjust, to make a whole bunch of assumptions from such little information about the worth or value of human beings to judge. I mean, there are populations out there that I see that we've talked about that are saying he did the right thing and she's just, you know, bad her. Um, But then I see equally all these things saying he was, you know, this, you know, she was just trying to do what she was, how she was living that he was aware of. And he's being a controlling, uh, mean, hurtful person. The fact that everybody is on the fence is just evidence that nobody knows the whole picture. And I think that before we make any determination or before anybody makes any determination upon, you know, whether a person is a good human being or a bad human being is at least know the story, the whole story. Or just step out of it and just acknowledge like, oh, I just don't know enough, but it looks like this or it sounds like that. I don't know. That's where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that I feel like in the social media age, um, there is this desire to villainize at least one person in a relationship mm-hmm. um, when people break up. I think maybe stan culture kind of feeds into this as well. So I don't know if you know about stan culture, but no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, it's like fans. So like you have like your Taylor Swift stands. Like they're the they're the mm. big supporters, more than a fan. They, okay. Um, fully you're more than a fan. fan. You're more than you're a, fan. a stan. You're a stan. That's yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so you okay. support that person no matter what they do. Um, so I think in this like social media stan culture, um, even but even just like that bleeds into regular life. This idea that in all relationships, as something ends, somebody has to be the villain. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really easy with the way that social media is to make somebody a villain. Because obviously when you've been together with a person for three months, six months, a year, 12 years, there are going to be times when you have evidence that that person's a bad person. Right. Because nobody's perfect. Nope. Um, So I just think going to social media to villainize a person, I am totally like anti-cancel culture. Um, I know that she talked about feeling very like called to warn others about the same thing. I think there's different ways to do that. I know we both talked about, like, he just had a baby, um, and she did release a statement saying she waited until after his partner had had the baby to decrease stress, and um, my sister has had four children. I've watched her go through postpartum with all those kids, and I know right now that his partner is more stressed than anything.
0: Yeah, stress tends to step up after the baby's born. So, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, um, definitely, like harm reduction was not done here. No, there no. is nothing but harm here. The villainization is harm in general. Um, so, whether she is a victim or it's not true, um, no matter what, we've just there's people hurting each other, and I just don't think that's okay.
0: Me neither. And you know, just because you said uh, something, I just want to touch on this: is that she said. Uh, you quoted it saying she wanted to she felt a need to what to
1: um to warn all girls against like behavior like this
0: okay so i guess that's something i just think about um myself when we look at um our work in trying to end violence one of the areas that our agency does work in trying to end violence is with our batters intervention program mm-hmm. and i always think to myself these are these are individuals. When we thung, when when you think about cancel culture, this is these are individuals that if we're gonna cancel anybody, it seems like that would be the obvious choice. Um perpetrators who have uh committed really horrific acts of violence against people. But even then we don't cancel. Even then we recognize that these people are going to continue to go on living in our communities. So what should we do with them? Help them not perpetrate anymore. Mm-hmm. Give them the education. So I just regardless of what her intent was regardless of what his intent was in those messages regardless of any of it making the assumption that both of them were terribly unhealthy with some things because that's the best I can do right now is assume that both were good and bad just like all human beings um I have to think that if her if it was such a concern for her I don't know I would have thought I would have thought a way to help him would be better than to just warn and caution other people and then let him keep perpetrating his control with, to other people. I don't know. I, again, I, my question is anytime we do something, are we? When, shouldn't we always be asking, am I trying to help the situation or hurt the situation? If you're not trying to help it, then don't do anything because it's only hurting it. So, yeah. I don't know.
1: And what are the effects of my actions?
0: Yeah, what are the effects of my actions? Absolutely. I don't know. It's a messy situation. I think that uh, it's always interesting to debate it and talk about it a little bit, though. I think uh, pop culture stuff is it's interesting. I don't watch it like the rest of uh, the team here, but
1: I'm on it all the time. I always know what's going on.
0: Well, I'm glad you are. And I'm always willing to talk about it. So uh, what's the other case that's going out there? Um, Kiki Palmer, she's a friend of somebody that was on.
1: Real Housewives, Housewives of, of Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah,
0: so that's the show. I'm not familiar with the the Real Housewives shows. Those those populations in there. Well, I don't know anything about them.
1: Kiki Ke- Palmer is a queen in her own right though. Um I grew up with her on Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. She was Yeah, a- I heard
0: you mention earlier she was in Akilah the Bee. Yes. Yes, she's the now, star I remember of that. that and that was great
1: she's wonderful she was also in jump in with corbin blue which was one of my favorite movies corbin blue from high school musical so good it's about double dutching which you should watch because you love jumping yes i
0: actually do i might have to check that out now yeah
1: so good and then she was also in true jackson vp which she's like a fashionista in that so i've always loved kiki palmer so maybe i'm a little bit biased but i also (laughs) love jonah hill and i was definitely conflicted on the last one but she just had a baby recently
0: Another just baby. Okay. Yeah,
1: she just had a baby. um, And I was also so excited when I saw her post that on her social media. Um, She just looked so happy, so radiant. Um, I think there's something about, like, new moms when they're just so happy with their babies. that makes Mm -hmm. me so happy. But she went to an Usher concert recently, and she was sporting this really cute Givenchy outfit. And it's, like, a really expensive outfit, but it was a bodysuit with, like, a sheer overlay so okay. she was on stage with usher and then i guess her at the time boyfriend i'm not sure if they're together anymore it's unclear they were together when the baby like was when did born.
0: this happen like is this days ago or
1: this is days ago okay, okay yeah so um all of the news articles are a day or two days old but
0: now is this guy the father of the child? yes okay so, so he's the
1: father of the child they were together when the baby was born i'm not sure if they still are but he went to social media to bring up his concerns, saying that the way that she was dressed was not appropriate. That's not the way that he wants her to represent their family. The way that she's representing herself is not that of a mother.
0: Yeah, when you said that upstairs, that just that just that got me. I mean so right away my first before I even wanted to know what she wore, my first response was, I don't even know if somebody said that that's not how a mother is supposed to look I don't even know what that means I'm not even sure what that means like is there a model I, if I look in the dictionary about mother are they is, is that going to be a picture of how all women or all mothers I should say should be look or represent themselves absolutely not so one I just I hate that 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 comment was made by him because a mother can look any way she wants
1: especially on social media
0: yeah absolutely I mean you that's sometimes there's I don't know if the world with social media has just changed this, but what happens to having a conversation with somebody like your first his first response from having a thought about her outfit should have been a conversation with her on the phone if she was there in whatever city where she was at the Usher concert and whatever city he was in. I don't know, like most couples, after she gets back to her hotel room, they should have a conversation or the next morning on the phone. This should not have come about on a social media blast. That's not where I want my wife or my partner or my friend to see a criticism I have of them. I don't want them to see that for the first time on social media with their face and name blasted out there. But then, you know, so aside from that whole issue, then I hopped on social media just to see what is this outfit because... In my head, I, you know, when people say stuff like this, I'm expecting, wow, this is going to be bad. But then I, I I try to remind myself, I've seen a lot of people dress certain ways on social media, stars uh, that are different or exotic or revealing. And hers was far less than I had anticipated.
1: Yeah, when I heard about it, I was expecting her to be completely naked but she was pretty much covered like from yeah. neck to toe
0: i mean she looked i mean again what venues are is she in she's at an usher concert so she's probably not dressing like she's going to sunday church right um and that's okay you you go to a concert you should dress accordingly for a concert and she was uh, she's she was on stage right
1: and she looked amazing
0: I thought she looked amazing. She looked
1: amazing. She just had a baby and she's out there like doing her thing, not losing her identity. I know that's something that I have friends that are parents and moms and they talk about how easy it is to, once you have your baby, to completely lose yourself in the identity of being a mother. And she's just, she's still living her life while being a mother. And I support that wholeheartedly.
0: Absolutely. And you already mentioned, I mean, it's, you know the the impact of uh, pregnancy and a baby on a woman's body is pretty profound can be very profound not just physically but emotionally and psychologically for a woman and I think um for you know Kiki to give birth to a baby to you know be dealing with all that internal struggle uh, psychologically emotionally physically to you know to present her way she I mean maybe she was faking it till you make it maybe she's one of those people that can you know fake it till you make it really well or something but she wore that outfit like like you said like a queen she looked amazing and you know why why would you want to take her down a peg I mean she clearly feels good let her be feeling good I just don't understand it
1: I don't understand. I don't understand why you wouldn't want the person that you should love if you had a baby with them Mm -hmm. um, to be thriving. Yeah. But that's where I'm – the difference between the Jonah Hill situation and the Kiki Palmer is. It sounds like they were trying to handle it by communicating Jonah Hill and Sarah Brady, but in this situation, straight to social media, it's totally inappropriate, especially when you're communicating with the person that just had your baby. Um, but she did have one quote and she said, There's one thing for sure, through and through, I am a mother, and that she had wished she had taken more pictures in her outfit.
0: Boy, boy, doesn't that say something? Fled. Well, I guess in closing, I, I think, uh, I think both uh, this uh, last case, he, he went right to social media, like you said. I think in the first case, uh, she didn't go right to social media, it sounded like it was a communication in the beginning, but now a year later she uses social media so it sounds like in both cases social media is uh being used as a divisive instrument to kind of hurt somebody else or to bring out some hurt and create, create conflict in either case i think um i think um you always have a right to set boundaries and i think to kiki's point she's a mother through and through and a mother doesn't have to look like him, any one thing so good for her you know where how do you feel how do you want to close it
1: i love kiki palmer yeah. support and women support women so I just think it's so easy to sit um, to for us to even sit here so removed from it. I know we were talking about mm-hmm. this as these are celebrities, people not seeing them as people, but the hurt that comes with that. Yeah. And you know it's easy for all of us to sit back and see this unfolding on social media. And even though we're supporting Kiki, um, the hurt that she probably felt even not just from um, the social media slander of it all from somebody that she cares about, but just from You know, the place that she's in mental Mm -hmm. health-wise, She just had a baby. um, And then even in the situation we talked about mental health with Jonah Hill and Sarah Brady, just that these are people, and they're not just something for us to look at for entertainment.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think that's a great place to end it. So great job, Caitlin. And uh, everybody, take care of yourselves and take care of each other.